What is the ultimate asset class for virtually every type of self-directed investor? I'm Brian Ellis, and I'll tell you right now in this week's special Q&A session, episode number 24. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, my friends. I'm so glad to be here with you today. First, a quick note of thanks to all those of you who attended our webinar this week about the special investment opportunity in Phoenix. You people are just astounding, and I'm so grateful to you. You have my commitment to you that I'll give you the very best service you can imagine. If you missed that webinar and the astounding 15% plus per year potential we discussed thereon, listen in here to Self-Directed Investor Radio because I'll open that opportunity back up as soon as it's appropriate. Now, let's go ahead and get to today's Q&A for this week. I think you're going to enjoy these questions. Uh, Question number one from Lindsay, a five-star reviewer of this show. Brian, I heard on a previous episode you'll be in San Diego this weekend. Where will you be and how can I meet you? (laughs) Thanks, Lindsay, and thank you for giving us a five-star rating. I'll I'll be speaking at the Note Investor Summit in San Diego on Saturday, February 28th. If you're in the area, I'd love to meet you, so just drop me an email at feedback at sdiradio.com with your contact info. Uh, Question number two from Richard, also a five-star reviewer of this program. Uh, Richard says, I really enjoyed your show about converting rental properties over to permanent tenants using seller financing. I'm one of the old timers you referred to. I have several dozen rentals and have been in real estate for a long time. The rentals have been good to me, but I feel very much like the stress versus reward ratio isn't working in my favor. But the seller financing thing worries me too. What happens if a buyer defaults on the note? And aren't you worried about all of the missed equity opportunities by not owning the property yourself? Thanks, and I'm really enjoying your show, Richard. Hey, Richard, thanks so much for your great question, and congratulations on having the discipline to build a rental portfolio that has really worked for you. I absolutely see room for rentals in the portfolio of a smart investor, but in a way similar to stocks, though rentals are far less risky than stocks. I believe rentals should be dressing for your portfolio rather than foundational because a good real estate note just makes so much more sense. Now, you expressed concern about the potential for default by your buyer if you sell your rentals via seller financing. Richard, that's a legitimate concern, but let me ask you something. How frequently does your average rental tenant stay in one of your rental properties? If you're like every other landlord in the country, the answer is somewhere between 12 and 24 months. Do you know how long the average seller-financed buyer stays in their homes? Answer, until they sell it or refinance it. It's a different mindset entirely, but for the sake of argument, let's just imagine that the typical person you put in a home via seller-financing will live there for five years before they default. Now, before I continue, you should know how silly this example is. Most of your buyers will never default because they put up a big down payment and because it's their home. It's clearly more, more personal than just a rental, but... I digress. So what we're comparing here is having a seller finance property default every five years versus a new tenant in your rental every one or two. Let that sink in for just a minute before I go on. So during those five years, you'll have three to five different tenants. You'll have vacancy between each one, sometimes only a day, sometimes a couple of months, during which time your rental ceases to be an asset and is now a liability. 
Each one of those three to five tenants will give you a security deposit, which you'll have to return if you're lucky. So you're making zero money on the front end. Each one of those three to five tenants will wear down the property and will expect you to fix it for them, costing you even more money. And each one of those tenants will have the potential to slip and fall and cause you great legal distress. And obviously, the more times you change tenants, the more your expenses and the more your risk goes up. And you're doing all of this for what? You're doing it for a paltry return of about 7.4% per the generous example used in episode number 22, along with the hope, not the guarantee, but the hope that the property will appreciate during that time. So contrast that with selling the property via owner financing. First, again, following the example from episode number 22, where we sold that rental house via seller financing for $110,000 with a $10,000 down payment, and we financed the balance at 10% for 30 years. Well, what we have is an instant profit on the front end in the form of the $10,000 down payment. What we have is no turnover or extremely low turnover during the course of 30 years. What we have is you spending exactly $0 on property repairs or maintenance because it's not your responsibility. What we have is you spending exactly $0 on insurance and property taxes because it's not your responsibility. And what we have is you having no liability for trip and fall lawsuits or, and other such stupidity because the house isn't yours. It's not your responsibility. And yes, you're giving up the hope that the property will appreciate in exchange for the guarantee of appreciation. Remember, because you offered easy qualifying seller finance terms, you were able to sell the property for $10,000 more up front than it would have even appraised for at the time. Remember, because you offered easy qualifying seller finance terms, you were able to sell the property for $10,000 more up front than it was even worth at the time, and the buyer was happy to pay it. Furthermore, you might recall from episode 22 that your net return for this as a seller finance deal is a bit over 10.5% annually which equates to a difference of over $80,000 in extra cash flow versus a rental over 30 years. So is it possible that your rental could appreciate enough to overcome the $10,000 down payment you got up front plus the extra $80,000 you'll make over 30 years? Sure, it's possible. Is it likely? That's a tougher call. It's just not predictable. And in the absence of predictability is stress. Stress is bad. Profit is good. Richard, here's my suggestion to you. Since you already have dozens of rentals in your portfolio, consider converting just a few of them, maybe three to five of them, to seller-financed homes the next time a tenant moves out. My prediction? You'll be hooked, and you'll follow in the footsteps of so many other very successful, experienced investors just like yourself, and will begin to view rental properties as a way to dress up your portfolio rather than as the foundation of it. Now, that's all we have time for today, my friends. If you're interested in getting started with note investing yourself, you can do that right now. Stop by sdiradio.com slash notes for more information. Again, sdiradio.com slash notes. And to all my valued listeners in San Diego, see you this weekend. And remember, invest wisely now. Live well forever. Episode number 25 is coming up tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 